Listening to your community spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy, that's joy, of Mother Earth. You are listening to your community spirit on your community radio. This is Or. The Energy Mon. And this is Treesaw. And we are here live and local, sometimes in your face. <laughs> yes. Weekly for, well, since the summer of 1999. Yep, we have an episode every week. <laughs> an episode. <laughs> and it happens to be on the radio. <laughs> yep, so um, I wonder if people actually listen to us. I don't know. You never know. Maybe it's just crickets out there. They're the only ones listening. So... Um, we do have some books that we will talk about in a few minutes to see if um, people want to pledge to our show and get a book. So. Yeah, because since you're listening to Your Community Spirit, we have not just the regular benefits of pledging, but special bonus Your Community Spirit benefits. Yeah. So, um, do you know about a local event that relates to our mission of fostering an awareness that integrates peace, social justice, and ecological sustainability? Well, send it in to us, and we'll talk about it on the radio. So Yes. Just only if you want your event to happen, because we (laughs) happen to be the happening guys. And I said happening three times. Uh, That's happening, isn't it? (laughs) We are online at yourcommunityspirit.org. Occupy updates daily. 
TransCanada has turned the entire area around the, the tar sands blockade into a police state. Landowners are actually being arrested for stepping onto their own property. A media blackout, of course, is in place, and journalists are being arrested. Mm. Yes, I've heard about that. How? In, in spite of the fact that they're arresting journalists. I was going to say how. <laughs> oh, I get the text message from the journalists in jail. <laughs> I need bail money. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, we've heard a lot about that uh, pipeline, but actually another tar sands pipeline has been in the works for several years now, but it has been kept secret. The New England tar sands pipeline would travel from Alberta to Portland, Maine. So we'll definitely have more on that as we find it. Oil giant, U.S. oil giant Chevron is unhappy with a ruling by the Supreme Court that refuses to block a judgment from an Ecuadorian court. The case was originally against Texaco, which Chevron bought in 2001. The ruling stated that Texaco contaminated land in the country for almost 30 years and ordered the company to pay $8.6 billion, which actually has gone up to almost $19 billion because the company refused to publicly apologize. <laughs> so, all you have to do is publicly apologize. And, <laughs> yeah, they, they got to pay extra billions of dollars because they didn't want to publicly apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in other countries, apologize, apologies are very important. Yeah. You know, here it's kind of, let's just apologize and get it over with. But <laughs> yeah. In other countries, you know, saving face. Yeah, saving face. It's a big deal to sort of admit that you had done something bad. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, companies do that. But U.S. Yeah. companies, we don't. No, here in the U.S., it's a big deal to deny, not deny, admit. Deny, 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 <laughs> deny. Yeah. It's a very big deal to not admit that you did anything wrong because <laughs> of the whole ego thing. All right. Let's see. In other news, uh, the, the drone wars. Uh, isn't that an episode of Star Wars, the drone wars? Do I have to make a sound? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Department of Homeland Security is preparing to test drones over U.S. airspace, conducting search and rescue missions, surveillance, chemical searches from the air, and flight tests in the name of public safety. They're calling for drone manufacturers to supply the testing drones, which must have infrared sensors and chemical search capabilities. The FAA expects as many as 30,000 drones to be working in U.S. airspace by 2020. Now, we'll, we'll definitely be following that story because I have very mixed feelings on that. On the one hand, you know, I, I believe in the power of technology to help people. You know, we can have, there are many situations where having an un- uh, an unstaffed uh, craft going in there and examining things can be very good because then you're not placing someone's life in danger. But if they end up having these things swarming in the skies, watching what we do, you know, they already do. It's on called us. satellites and weather. <laughs> they have balloons that you know circle the city and do yeah. that already. Yeah, they already do. But the drones will make it much more advanced. You know, you can basically have a drone come like in, like with a satellite. It's up in the sky. It's really hard to sort of you know, see certain things from a satellite. You can see some things really well and other things not at all. But with a drone, it's like this little thing that can move anywhere and see it from any angle. Ooh. Yeah, which is very useful in some sort of disaster situations, but very disastrous in some sort of civic situations. So we'll be, the, the drones are watching us, and we'll be watching the drones. Speaking of tracking, remember the radio frequency ID chipped ID cards that students in Texas are being forced to carry? Did you hear about this? No. Nope. Well, it's getting worse. Students who refuse to wear the tracking chips, <clears throat> citing the right to privacy, are now experiencing backlash against them. 
Students say teachers have been punishing them and that they are not allowed to participate in school functions, such as voting for homecoming participants without the new ID, even though they were expressively told their old IDs would work all of the four years of school. So basically, this is what they do is they phase something in, but say, we won't implement it until everybody here leaves school. Yeah. That's what they're doing here. It's like, it'll affect other people. Yeah. So let's just, you know. So you don't have to worry about it. And then they go back on that anyway. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Um, one girl's family actually went to the deputy superintendent to stop the issue and was turned away after he refused to stop criticizing the program. According to a member of Texans for Accountable Government, the problem didn't just end with the school. She was able to pay $30 for a Freedom of Information Act request and then was given the names and addresses of every student in the school <laughs> for 30 bucks. Yeah. Man, I should do that. That's not a bad deal. <laughs> no, just like. Yeah. That, that's, you, that obviously poses some security concerns. Just a little bit. So. <laughs> All right. Pretty interesting. In other news. Other news. I don't know. Do we even want to talk about the debates? <laughs> well, apparently this one was um, um, had had heat and actually yeah. had a debate yeah this one i did actually watch this this one too and this one had more more heat to it they it seemed like they actually did cover more issues and uh excuse me they didn't cover any of my issues yeah well yeah of course you know i this i learned my lesson this time for the presidential debate i got out a pen and i was like i'm gonna mark down each time they talk about climate change <laughs> this time i didn't even do that i'm like i'm not gonna bother <laughs> Just they're like, not gonna talk about it <laughs> and they didn't disappoint me <laughs> yep. So, um, as was the case with the past snooze fest, there was no mention at all of climate change in this. And of course, there was no deep dive into energy issues, yeah. which is very disappointing because energy is the world's largest industry. It affects everything. Yeah. And nobody's talking about energy. <laughs> so, yeah, very, yeah. very disappointed. Well, they must be planning on powering the nation on hot air. <laughs> there was a brief smackdown over what Ryan called millions and millions of dollars of green pork. Yeah, I, I, I love that term. I don't think I'd actually heard that term before because I'm used to uh, Ryan talking about, you know, Ryan and other people in that party talking about pork. But he, he busted out there with the green pork line. And I guess they had to come up with something to counter the green jobs line. You know, when you're talking about green jobs being able to create uh, millions of new jobs over the course of, you know, uh, a couple decades and such. You've got to come up with some sort of propaganda technique to counter that. Because everyone is looking for jobs, and if green jobs are available, then that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the interesting thing was, you know, he talked about, uh, Ryan talked about green pork, but then he got the smackdown. Yeah, he did get the smackdown because, you know, because Biden pointed out to him that, that he had sent requests getting trying to get pork for his district. You know, and in, you know, in that letter, it said, you know, I want this money because it'll create jobs. Yeah, you know, it'll create growth and jobs. Yeah, and so you know, he himself personally was trying to get money for him, but now that he's the pre vice presidential candidate, but I mean, isn't that like what is it called a, a politician? <laughs> yeah, they say, how can you tell a politician is um, telling the truth? Uh -huh. He doesn't speak. <laughs> Just like, yes. So, all right. In other news, why you should buy bulk foods. Once relegated to the dusty corner of the health food store, the bulk food aisle has bloomed into a viable section of many mainstream markets. 
bulk food has grown up. Mm-hmm. And with good reason. Buying in bulk significantly reduced the amount of direct packaging going into landfills. And then the ability to purchase from bulk bins in smaller amounts cuts down on food waste. Now, this is exactly opposite of what big box stores. Uh, I mean, yeah. they want you to buy, like, as big... I mean, yeah, you buy the huge container and then and you open the box and it's like half full. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I mean, the interesting thing of this recent study is that organic bulk foods on average are 89 percent less expensive than their organic packaged counterparts. So that's Hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah. There's actually a group called Bulk is Green Council. (laughs) B.I.G. B.I.G. Well, they forgot the C. <laughs> Big. <laughs> it's like um, the, the notorious bulk is green council. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, bulk food week is October 14th through the 20th. So, you know, some people, uh, some retailers participate and offer deals, but yeah, it's kind of interesting. So, yeah, that's good. Um, if you would like to find a participating grocery store, go to the big website. <laughs> <laughs> So let's All right. let's let's talk about uh, collecting some money. Huh. Yes, should we do that? We should. Do Do you think people actually would support us? I don't after, know. It's... After being on the air for thirteen years, yeah. I, do we I don't still know. have fresh stuff? We might. Well, I think we've got fresh stuff, but let's see well, what the I listeners mean, think. How fresh? <laughs> I put the odor on. I mean, I'm not too fresh, but yeah. So we'll. Uh, We'll never know for sure, though, if we unless we get people actually pledging. Oh, yeah. You could pledge. You could say, I will offer this much money over the course of the year to support the station. But I really, I want to fight it out with other radio shows to have them actually support us. Yeah. Do you think, do you think people like us? I don't I know. I feel unliked. No. <laughs> um, we get... There's some books here that I have read, I have bought, and some of them are ones that we get in the mail. And, you know, we talk about them on the air, and then we get to show them to people. Looks like there's The Inconvenient Truth. Yeah. Downsize This. Downsize This, Michael Moore. Uh, uh, Rooftop Revolution. I really like Solartopia. It's a very short book, but it's it's like a futuristic story of how the future could be if we went all, like... Electric. Uh, yeah. And we've got uh, Green, Greener, Greenest, and uh, Running the Books, and Of Parrots and People. The so, sometimes funny, fascinating, catastrophic collision of two intelligent species. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a parrot person, <laughs> it's your time to pledge. Uh, give us a call. What was the number? I always forget. It's 618-457-3691. Yes. Actually, that was off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, 618-457-FM91 is the oh. way to remember. If you can remember, oh wait, that's our number for yeah. the station. So th- yeah, station number ninety-one point one. Whoever right. got that phone number was very clever. Uh, it's four five seven FM ninety-one. There you go. We will be on the air hopefully for many years to come. Yes, but your pledge will make that possible. You can also pledge to other shows too if you want to. We're no, all no, no. we're no, all on wait, a team wait here. A second. Yeah, we are a community <laughs> radio station. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll fill it out for another show if you want us to, but. <laughs> <laughs> But if you like what we've got going on here on Friday mornings, then uh, give us a call and pledge for us. And if you don't like it, you can send us money and we'll stop talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I don't know if that works. Yeah. We could play music. If, if someone pledged enough money. We'd play music. We'd play music. Oh, I don't know. That'd be hard. <laughs> we'd have so. to pick some environmentally themed music just to keep the show's theme going. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're talking about um, people pledging money for the station instead of the next news article, but we yeah. kind of have to go into the news. Yeah, we should get back to the news. People do expect it of us at this point. But it's the news is Obama okay's first new oil refinery in 30 years, three weeks before Election Day. Secretary of the Interior Ken Salazar made an announcement. For the first time in over three decades, the United States is poised to permit construction of a new oil refinery from the Interior Department's announcement as part of the Obama administration's all-of-the-above energy strategy to expand domestic energy production. Secretary of the Interior Ken Salazar announced approval of a, quote, land-into-trust application from the three affiliates tribes of the port Bethold Reservation. If you would like to read more about this, well, you can get on our newsletter and we'll send it to you. We send out actually the whole show as a newsletter. Mm, yeah. You don't get our witty banner, but you get the background. Yeah. The background of the witty banner. So uh -huh. that's pretty interesting. So. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you think because it's a Native American tribe asking for it, it'll go through? I don't know. I was wondering about that. You know, like it's, uh, it is sort of a strange situation. Well, I think, honestly, I think because it's an election year, you may go through. I know our politicians are supposed to be, uh, unbiased and, uh, you know, not base their decisions on the election, but. Well, the new refinery is in North Dakota. Yeah. Where, you know, they're going to vote for Romney like 125%. Yeah. You know, it's just like. So he's not, yeah, he's not going to get any extra votes for. Uh, Obama in, in North Dakota. Well, that's the idea is maybe he'll get some more votes. Yeah. <laughs> not, probably not enough to take the state, but, uh, it's, it is a whole, it seems like maybe it's a, a ploy to, by the Obama administration to out oil the other side. <laughs> yeah. And if, if that's the race we're in where the two candidates are trying to out oil each other, <laughs> then I don't know how the climate is going to feel about that. Well, I kind of do know how the climate is going to feel about that. Not good. <laughs> well, the best activists can hope for is that advocacy on the climate comes up next January. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, hope. <laughs> that could be a good campaign slogan. <laughs> yeah. We can hope that something's going to happen. Yeah, we'll hope that action takes <laughs> place on climate change. <laughs> <laughs> so. Somebody. And, and now for fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the fun part. Uh, uh, it. That's about jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> Is your jack-o'-lantern too interesting? Try these stencils from the Department of Energy. <laughs> if you're in danger of being too creative or, or insufficiently uh, monomaniacal this Halloween, never, <laughs> never fear. The Department of Energy is providing alternative energy-themed jack-o'-lantern stencils. So you don't have to stop uh, promoting renewable power, even while those around you are trying to make themselves catatonic with candy and booze. The patterns include solar wind, uh, solar panels, wind turbines, CFL bulbs, and a scientifically inaccurate atom symbol. Uh, <laughs> I don't see how they could squish the atom symbol on a pumpkin, so they're going to have to, like, spread it out, kind of make it funky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the picture I saw, they had, like, the part of it outside the atom. You know, it's like, here's part of the atom and here's the other part, but outside. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of fun. I do like uh, creative... Uh, approaches to uh, jack-o'-lanterns. Everybody do, can do like a simple face, but either like a really interesting face or 
some sort of solar panel. You know, it's hard. To, I wonder what the solar panel looks like. You know, like if you can tell it's a solar panel. I actually didn't click on it to see that. I saw the CFL was the beginning of the story. Yeah. So maybe I, I'm gonna have because we should do a pumpkin carving party sometime soon. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not quite as good if you do it and then you have to do another thing next to it saying this is a solar yeah, panel. But a, a magic marker. <laughs> is it? This is a solar panel. <laughs> All right. Our final dire story of the seeding justice. Monsanto versus soybean farmer case hits the Supreme Court. Many farmers have ended up in face-to-face with biotech giant Monsanto in court, but so far none of them have won. In fact, no farmer has challenged Monsanto in court without getting either, quote, one, hammered financially, or two, laughed out of court. But the company's winning streak could soon come to an end. Last week, the Supreme Court agreed to hear an appeal of a federal court ruling that Monsanto won against an Indiana soybean farmer. And while there's no guarantee that they'll side with the farmer, I've often heard it said the Supreme Court doesn't just take cases to pat the ruling judge on the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, usually if they take a case, it's because they do think there's something there that the previous judge didn't get to. <laughs> so, will do. We got a pledge. We got a pledge. Yeah. Yay. So I'll have to give them a call and see which one of these books they want. Uh, yeah. So. Thank you to the person who pledged. Yeah. So Sue gave us a pledge of $50. So That's exciting. That will yeah. help keep us on the air. Well, I don't know. We don't get any of the money. <laughs> we do this purely voluntarily. Oh, yeah. We do this purely voluntarily. It'll help keep the station on there the air. There you go. I think I like the station. So yeah. I wonder I wonder how many more years. I've only been on here 13 years. Let's see if we can get it to 20. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like the 20th anniversary of your community spirit. Yeah. Ooh. That'd exciting. be exciting. So let's talk about some green projects. Yes. You know, we're trying to get through this list of 15 green <laughs> projects for under $500. Yeah. <laughs> now we're in the under, the under $50 section. It's This has been weeks. We yeah. try to do one a week. So we're now at... Um, I think like 12. Mm-hmm. So, install faucet aerators. You know what those are? They're these little like screen um, mesh, little screw-on mesh screens that you put at the end of your faucet. Um, and it breaks up the water so you use less water, but then just get as much as much actual pressure. Yeah. Especially if you have low pressure, these are really good. Yeah, I've seen um, those. Those can be good. Yeah, so it actually... You can get those, and then you can also get a shower head equivalent. And, you know, instead of five gallons a minute, you can get two gallons a minute. Yeah. So, especially if you're using hot water, you reduce your hot water usage by half. That's a lot of energy. Yeah, that is. All right. Do we want to do the rest of these or get to holidays? We can talk about Columbus Day. <laughs> well, I, I said holidays, not uh, not today's, unfortunate days. Today's traditionally Columbus Day. Yeah, traditional Columbus Day. So, uh, yeah, this earlier this week I was celebrating uh, Indigenous Peoples Day instead of Columbus Day. Yep. So I don't think I would really want to celebrate Hitler Day. So <laughs> no, that's what you know. People are essential. Did Columbus ever actually make it to America? <laughs> I remember reading that he only made it to some of the islands. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on how you define America. Like, the United States, like, no, it's... 
He discovered America. Wait, <laughs> yeah. he discovered India. Yeah, he the thought he Indians. discovered India. He discovered the Indians. The... I would like to get so lost and so wrong that I am celebrated. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Good idea. I'm going to go explore um, someplace. Yeah. He's the expert navigator who thought he was in India. <laughs> All right. Uh, other holidays. Uh, well, the day of the six billion. I believe that's the anniversary of when we had six billion humans on the planet. Six billion? <laughs> Uh, now, now we're, I don't know if, are we actually at 7 billion? I think we're at 7 billion or estimated to be close. Well, today is free thought day. So, me huh. talking about Columbus, I get a free pass. <laughs> yeah. Like... You're a free thinker. Um, uh, oh, it's, uh, International Top Spinning Day and it's, uh, National Bring Teddy Bear to Work Day. Well, you probably need that because today is International Moment of Frustration Scream Day. So <laughs> yeah. if you scream while you're holding the teddy bear, <laughs> yeah. you will not. Well, you probably would just get sent home from work anyway. Yeah, it's but good catharsis. Though. If you ha- wore a sign that said, you know, International Frustration of Scream Day while you were doing it, you might not get sent home because, you know, it is an international day. Yes. So. It's also the international day for natural disaster reduction. Ooh, yeah. It'd be a nice day to talk about climate change and the natural disasters it causes. Today is the beginning of the Jewish holiday Sukkot. It begins at sundown. And, um, ooh, Sunday is be bald and be free day. Let your <laughs> baldness out. <laughs> like, um, and then if you don't want to be free on Monday, natural grouch day. Yeah. But also, sweetest day. <laughs> so, so being grouchy to your sweetest will be a celebration for those holidays. <laughs> I don't think it'll go well, though. It's also the UN International Day of Rural Women. Uh, let's see. And Tuesday is Dictionary Day. Uh, it's also UN World Food Day. Wednesday is the UN International Day for the Eradication of Poverty. So, food on one day, poverty on the next. The UN <laughs> yes. does good things. Feast or famine. <laughs> like, so. Thursday, World Monopause Day. Menopause. Menopause. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. We have like two minutes. <laughs> yes. And we have happenings. Open mic night at the Guy House Interface Center on Fridays. Tonight's theme is poetry and comedy. We've had some great musicians, but our open mic also includes spoken word performance by poets and comedians. <laughs> poetry and comedy. <laughs> Just like um, Fridays. I think this Friday starts at 7, or is it next week? Um, I think next week is when they're switching to 7. So, So starting at 6, yeah. Um, So, we also have coming up uh, tonight the uh, Rice and Spice Dinner over at Guy House Interfaith Center. This week's theme is Israeli Feast. It's going to be an evening of delicious Israeli food and cultural sharing. Uh, They will be happy to welcome the returning chef Yael. And a new Yael to help with the cooking. That's cool. Two Yael's. Two Yael's in the kitchen. So. I don't know. That might be too much goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one freshly from Israel who's come visiting for a year and one, I think, 30 years, 35 years. <laughs> I don't know. Living here. So yeah. both Israelis, one young, one old, one fresh, one. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be a dynamic evening. <laughs> All right. So, um. This event is sponsored by the Jewish Federation of Southern Illinois, Southeast Missouri, and Western Kentucky. So, let's see. Some community events. Sierra Club hike this Sunday at 9 a.m. 
The Sierra Club will be hiking the Clayton Hollow Loop Trail in the Shawnee National Forest. Hikers will meet at 9 a.m. at the big sign in the parking lot of the Murdell Shopping Center. So, that should be beautiful. They have fern gardens and natural arch and some deep ravine views. So, Yes, and for more info on that, you can contact Bob Tyson at 618-684-5643. And let's see. Also, a community coat drive at the University Baptist Church, 700 South Oakland. They've started collecting coats now through October 26th. Very important. Yeah, it's getting chilly out there, and if you don't have a coat, it's it's not a good situation. Well, this has been hopefully exciting and informative half hour of your community spirit. Um, would you like to talk to us? Give uh-huh. us a call, 618-457-3691. We'd like to get you to pledge to support our show and, well, and the radio station. Yes. Specifically <laughs> us. Specifically us. Yeah, but we, we, you know. You'll also be a, a member of WDBX, which makes you a member of the team that makes all this possible. Yeah, and we'd like to give you uh, a book. We'd like to give you, we have a big stack of books. Yes. How about the green, greener, greenest? <laughs> yes. I don't know. And we don't want to have to take these books home, so we want to give them away to a happy home. All right. The number is 618 618- Four five seven three six nine one, and we'll see you again on the radio next week. <laughs>